the blessing of God does not fail. He said, the blessing of the Lord naked rich and added no sorrow. Every child of God has been given. But not every child of God has received. This is the word lambano. Lambano is an active word. Lambano needs to take Lamana needs to go and get a hold of something. They that receive abundance of grace shall win in life. It says, Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God. Just worshiping, he's in control. He's the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. Precious Lord, thank you. Thank you for your mercies, for your grace. Thank you. There's no one like you. Thank you for your mercies. Thank you for your ability in us. For we can do all things through your strength. Thank you. Thank you for your presence in our lives. Thank you for your presence in this place right now. Our hearts and minds are open to receive God's word. I pray for your people. I don't receive it as the truth of God. I don't receive it as a better way. I don't be transformed as your word abides in them. I don't bring forth much fruits of the word of God. That grace and peace be multiplied unto them. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. You may be seated, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory, glory. Are you excited to be in church this morning? Tell somebody you're looking nice. You tell somebody. You tell somebody. They tell you something. Tell somebody, please. Be nice. Praise God. Hallelujah. Okay. Walking in righteousness. Amen. This topic has no end. <laughs> Praise God. Hey, there's no end. Hallelujah. We're just going to be continuing as the Lord allows us to. Praise God. So last week, um, I was showing you some very important things, praise God. Amen. I went to Romance, praise God. And we dissected Romance and saw that the law of the spirit of life is also called what? 
Just a thought, what? Don't say, just want to say, just, it's also called the law of what? Want to help us? Ah, I was saying a lot of, oh. The law, I said the law of the spirit of life is also called what? Grace. I'm looking for the law of righteousness and life. Right? We did a contrast. Praise God. A direct contrast. Praise God. So the law of the spirit of life is also called the law of righteousness and life. And the law of sin and death is also called what? The law of sin and death is also called what? The law of the flesh. The law of the law of the flesh of death. Thank you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. You know, it's important that you study these things when you get to them. Because I was listening to the message and I was like, wow. This message is not almost something you get audio. It's something you have to watch the video. <laughs> Praise God. Because I was doing a lot of dividing. Praise God. That you need to watch the video so you can uh, follow quick and write. Hallelujah. So it's important you understand it. To get the video, praise God. And even though you were present last week, you need to watch it. Praise God. Hallelujah. You need to just watch it. So get it. Praise God. Amen. Because I discovered I said so much. Praise God. Let's go to Romans chapter 8 still. Let's uh, resume from verse... Um, From verse 10. Hallelujah. So we say that's a law. Amen. So when he says to be carnally minded is death, to be spiritually minded is life, he's saying that if you walk according to the law of the spirit, you receive life. Amen. And I said life means what? What does life mean? Life means what? Life means what? Grace, yes. Life means what? Blessings, yes. Life means what? Peace, prosperity, health, all the good things, light, all the good things of life. Praise God. Amen. I think I remember during cleansing, cleansed by the blood, I took you to Peter's version of this expression. Remember Peter's version? As he did, I would love. Right, okay. so we're going to go there not today. I have so much to talk about. <laughs> so next week, hopefully. I said, I have so much to share. So much. I don't even know. <laughs> Praise God. Once a week is not enough for this kind of message. <laughs> Praise God. Alright, so let's go to verse. Uh, because I don't want to talk too much of last week, so you have to get the message, especially if you're not around. Okay? Amen. Now, if Christ be in you, amen, the body is dead because of sin. Amen. That's what he said, right? Now, this is 
um, many people use this verse and 11, many wonderful men of God that I know, they, they've taught this verse 10 and 11 to mean sickness and healing, praise God. And, and I used to teach that also, praise God. But on looking at it some weeks ago, I discovered that it's not talking about healing, praise God. Amen. It's secondary to assume it's healing, but primarily, right? Primary, you know, we can take the secondary meaning from a verse, praise God. But primarily, he's talking about the same thing he has been saying, praise God. He's talking about the same thing he has been saying, which is what? Righteousness and sin. That's what he has been talking about, walking in the flesh and walking in the spirit. The reason they find, and I discovered the reason they try to jump and think he's talking about healing is because he uses the word body in this verse and not flesh. Praise God. So because Paul uses the word body, they think, oh, he's referring to sickness. But if you study from, verse, from chapter 6, praise God, if you study from chapter 6 and 7, you will see that he uses the word body and flesh interchangeably. Let's go to chapter 6. Praise God. Hallelujah. Chapter 6, are you there? From chapter 6, he has been talking about the same thing. The same thing. Verse... Um, Let's look at, let's go straight to verse, um, all right, verse, verse 6, chapter 6, verse 6. Hallelujah. You see, he uses this interchangeably. Knowing this, that what? Our old man, amen. What's the old man? The old you, right? The you before you got born again, the old you. Amen. The old you, and there's a new you, right? The new creature. Praise God. All right. Some people say one that never existed before. I said no. That's not correct. There's an old man. Praise God. He said the old man is crucified with Christ. That what? Are you seeing that? He uses the word body, not feeling his flesh. Praise God. That the body, the soma. Praise God. Praise God. That the body of sin might be destroyed that we should henceforth not serve sin praise god are you seeing that now let's look at uh, um verse 12. there's a reason i'm going there verse 12. he says let now he said the body of sin has been destroyed praise god but now look at what he says here he says therefore let not sin reign in your in your mortal body are you seeing it that you should obey it in its lusts that's the law of the flesh first god law of sin first god hallelujah so you see the word is mortal body amen so let us sin reign in your mortal body now let's go to chapter 7 verse 24 Look at it. Look at it again. Oh, rich man that I am, who shall deliver me from what? 
the body of this death. Praise God. So he's talking about a death in the body, not physical death. Hallelujah. Not sickness. Even though sickness can be called death. Hallelujah. But right now he's talking about the characteristics of the body. Let's go back to 8 verse 10. Chapter 8 verse 10. So he says, if Christ be in you, the body is dead. Now, it's being poetic. Hallelujah. Amen. He's speaking and he's making an expression that we might find strange in this present generation. Praise God. So he says, if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin. He's not saying your body is dead. Praise God. Hallelujah. It doesn't mean physical death. Praise God. He's trying to say the body leads to death. That's what he's saying. Because of sin. Why? Because Remember in verse 7, it says, Who will deliver me from the body of this death? From the body of this death. Hallelujah. You see? So that's why it says, Now it says, Even though Christ is in you, the body is still the body of death. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. The body is still the body of death. Hallelujah. So he's telling us the same thing he has been saying, that, hey, if you live after the body, and you're going to see it in the next verse. So it says, the body is dead because of sin. The body, it says, your body will lead you to death. Because the things the body wants you to do, the motion, the lust of the body, is sin. Hallelujah. Amen. Then it says, but the spirit, because it says, Christ is the spirit. Amen. It says, but if you follow Christ, which is the spirit, the spirit is life because of righteousness. Why? Because to be spiritually minded is righteousness. Is to walk in righteousness. That's what he's saying. He's talking about the righteousness of works. Amen. That's what he's talking about. So he says the spirit is life. The spirit leads to life. And you're going to see it in the next verse. Next verse. Okay. Then yeah, he says, and if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he shall he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken, give life to your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you here is jumping to the rapture so he takes a jump to the rapture he says just the way you're going to see the same expression later on just the way the spirit of god raised up christ from the dead he says the spirit of god will also amen raise us up also praise god and that will be the rapture amen all right so this is a deviation verse 12 is a deviation it's talking about healing in particular, primarily. can be secondary, but not primary. Next verse. Therefore, are you seeing that? Therefore, having this in your mind, praise God, we are debtors not to the flesh, to live after the flesh. Next verse. It says, if you live after the flesh, what's going to happen? It says, if you live after the body, the same thing, the body is dead. The flesh is dead. Because it leads to sin. Hallelujah. Next verse. Okay. But if you, through the Spirit, do what? Mortify the deeds of what? The body. Are you seeing it? The deeds of the body. You see? So he uses body and flesh interchangeably. Praise God. He says, you shall leave. Amen. Alright, next verse. 
Are you with me? For as what? As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are what? That's, that's amazing. Praise God, right? He says, as many as are led by the Spirit of God. How, how is somebody led by the Spirit? By what? By walking, by walking in righteousness. Praise God. You seen that? By walking in the Spirit, that's how to be led by the Spirit. Maybe I'll teach you a message on that. Amen. So to be led by the Spirit is to walk in righteousness. Hallelujah. You see, if you through the Spirit mortify, put to death the deeds of the flesh, the deeds of the body, he says you will experience a way. Hallelujah. In every area of your life. Amen. So he says, as many as are led, led by the Spirit. So to be led by the Spirit is to walk in the Spirit. Amen. To walk in love. To walk in. So I, I can. That's remarkable. So I don't have to wait for something to be doing me from inside. <laughs> Praise God. I don't need to feel anything. Any electric. To be led by the Spirit. Amen. To be led by the Spirit is to walk in the Spirit. Hallelujah. To walk in righteousness. So whenever I find out from God's Word that something is right and I do it, I have been led by the Spirit. Praise God. So whenever I do something that is of love, praise God, I have been, I can say that the Spirit of God led me to do it. Praise God. Because I walk in love. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you understanding it? So, you understand that in your own life, you ought to be led by the Spirit. Because to be led of the Spirit is to walk in the Spirit. Is to walk in righteousness, love, joy. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. You got to understand it. It's not something spooky. Praise God. Hallelujah. Okay. Then, um, went to, um, went to James, right? James, read James talked about the perfect law of liberty. Amen. Hallelujah. James says that the perfect law of liberty says when we do, let's go to James quickly. James chapter 1. James chapter 1. Verse 20. For the wrath of man walketh not what? The righteousness of God. Amen. It says, Wherefore lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of nothingness. That's James' way of saying what? Don't be carnally minded. This is James' version. This is his own vocabulary. Praise God. It says, Lay apart. Hallelujah. That's thou shalt not. Amen. Receive the meekness, the engrafted word, which is able to save your soul. It says, Receive the, the meekness. But be you what doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own self. Hallelujah. If any man be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. For he beholded himself and goeth his way and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. Let's see 25. I'm fast because we talked about this last week, okay? So that's why I'm fast. But whoso looketh into what? The perfect law. 25. Whoso looketh into the perfect law, James calls the law of the Paul calls it the law of the spirit of life. Amen. Which is the law of righteousness and life. James calls it the perfect law of liberty. And continues therein. Hallelujah. 
he being what? Not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work. The work of righteousness. The work of the law. Amen. The law, listen, the law of God reveals the will of God. Amen. The law of the spirit of life reveals the will of God. It reveals the righteousness of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. He says, this man shall be what? This man shall be what? Blessed in what? The deeds of what? The perfect law of liberty. So those people that say God does not bless you for what you do, tell them to go to this verse, okay? <laughs> Praise God. So write it down. So they say, oh, God doesn't bless you. We're under grace. God doesn't bless you because of what you do. Tell them to, all right? So write this verse. So you show them. Praise God. Says shall be blessed in his deeds. Hallelujah. Say, I'm blessed in my deeds. You know, it's something I see around and they say things like, uh, don't have confidence in your ability. Praise God. Don't, don't have confidence in yourself. They say, in yourself. Just rely on the finished work of Christ. This is the finished work of Christ. Praise God. Hallelujah. This is what Christ has done. Amen. Did you see what he says in that Romans in chapter 7? After he says, Oh, wretch man that I am, who would deliver me from the body? He says, Thanks be unto God. Hallelujah. Christ gives us the ability. Amen. Christ gives us the ability to walk in righteousness. Amen. Hallelujah. So I say, Your righteousness of faith and the righteousness of work is not on self, like some say. Praise God. He's on the Lord. He says, I can do all things through Christ. That strengthen me. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. A lot of wrong doctrines out there. Amen. And it's amazing how many like it. They just like that doctrine. It sounds, it sounds nice. You know, someone can preach something to you and it sounds nice. Let them, let them show you a verse in scripture that says, don't rely on self. <laughs> Just there's no scripture like that, no verse, no verse in the Bible. Hallelujah, amen. No verse in the Bible. Like that. Where did they get it from? The imagination, praise God. Don't rely on self. What are you talking about? You and Christ have become one, amen. Hallelujah, his ability is in you. Glory to God. He says our abilities of, of the law. Not that we are sufficient of ourselves, it begins of ourselves. Our abilities of God. Praise God. He says we don't roar after the flesh. Praise God. He said the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God. Amen. So there is no you outside of Christ. Amen. Everything we do is through Christ. Hallelujah. There's no self. Praise God. Christ and me have become one. Hallelujah. That's why Christ tells me to be perfect. Hallelujah. Because he has given me his ability to be. Hallelujah. Amen. We saw the Bible. You see that these things I tell you are true. And what they say, what some say, is half truth. Praise God. It's half truth. Some can even say it's not true. It's false. Because when somebody tells you things that tells you not to try to please God, something's wrong with that doctrine. Praise God. Something's wrong with it. Hallelujah. Something's wrong with that doctrine. Do you know more than Paul? You know more than Paul? Praise God. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 12. 
Glory to God. He said the kingdom of God is righteousness, righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. He says, he that serveth Christ in this, in righteousness, is acceptable to God and approved of men. To say something is acceptable to God means it pleases God. Hallelujah. That means it pleases God. That's why it's acceptable to God. Abel's offering pleased God. That's why it was accepted. If something does not please God, he's not going to accept it. Praise God. Hallelujah. And guess what? Come on. If God is pleased with you, won't he do something for you? Hallelujah. Amen. If God is pleased by what you do, the Bible says he's a rewarder. Amen. He said, they that come to him in that Hebrews in chapter 11. He says, they that come to him must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Hallelujah. To say God will not bless you because of what you do is error. Amen. If God is pleased by what you do, he's going to bless you. Hallelujah. Amen. Why does God give more grace to the humble? Because he's pleased. Amen. Hallelujah. Because he's pleased by humility. When people show humility and meekness, God is pleased by it. So he gives them more grace. And humility is righteousness. That's walking in the spirit. Am I too fast? Praise God. Hallelujah. Are you there? Romans chapter 12, verse 1. Praise God. Ready for it? I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of Christ, that you what? That you present your what? Remember in, uh, in, in uh, Romans chapter 6, we didn't talk about it in this message. We've done it in Cleansed by the Blood, where it says, yield, Don't yield your members as instruments of unrighteousness to sin, but yield yourself to God. As instruments of righteousness. Do you remember? Romans chapter 6. Just read it. Okay. It's, it's important. So when it says instruments of righteousness. It's the righteousness of works. Praise God. Not faith. Praise God. Hallelujah. So now it says. Present your bodies a living what? Sacrifice. Remarkable. Holy. Acceptable unto God. Which is your reasonable service. Hallelujah. He says, your reasonable servant. Remember, he says, they that serve Christ in these things. Hallelujah. In righteousness, peace, and joy is acceptable to God. Remember that? Amen. He says, present your bodies, your bodies, a living sacrifice. Hallelujah. Amen. Present your bodies. How do you present your body? Romans chapter 6. Let's go there quickly. Romans chapter 6. Verse 12. Verse 13. Romans chapter 6 verse 13. Amen. It says, Neither what? Neither what? Yield you your members, the members of your body. That's your body, right? Remember, it says, present your body a living sacrifice. How do you do that? It says, neither yield your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourselves unto God as those that are alive from the dead, and your members 
of your body as instruments of righteousness that means to do your body is an instrument to do right hallelujah amen to do works of righteousness next verse Praise God. Okay, let's just. That's okay for this verse. Let's go to back to verse 12. Chapter 12. Romans chapter 12. Verse 1. Amen. He says, I beseech you therefore by the message of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Amen. He says, That's how you serve God. Hallelujah. You serve God by presenting your bodies as a living sacrifice. Hallelujah. How do you present your body as a living sacrifice? Not by offering yourself. <laughs> as it's not, no, that's not what he says. That's why I said living, living. <laughs> Doesn't want you to die. Praise God. So it's spiritual. Amen. Now it says we are the temple of God to offer spiritual sacrifices. I'll teach you one day. Praise God. All right. Look at it. It says, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Next verse. And be not what? Conform to this world. Hallelujah. That's another way of saying, don't be carnally minded. Praise God. But be what? Transformed by the renewing of your mind. Hallelujah. That you may prove what is what? Good and what? Acceptable and perfect will of God. Hallelujah. You see that? That's how to present yourself a living sacrifice. Amen. To present your body a living sacrifice. Hallelujah. Amen. That's how you present your body a living sacrifice. By doing the perfect will of God. That's how you present your body a living sacrifice. Your works, what you do, when you do works of righteousness, you are what? Offering spiritual sacrifice. Isn't that wonderful? No wonder God blesses us. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So when he says, he's a, I was, last week I was asking you, I said, what does it mean to be a fruit to God? That's what it is. It's a sacrifice. In the Old Testament, they offered grain offering. Praise God. They offered offerings to God. Physical offering. In the New Testament, we offer spiritual offerings. Spiritual sacrifices. When we do works of righteousness, when we do good, when we do what's acceptable in the sight of God, when we do what is right in the sight of God, we are, we are offering sacrifices. Hallelujah. God, no wonder God is glorified. Amen. That means incense is going up. That means our righteousness are, are they, they are incense in heaven. Precious thing. They're incense in heaven. Amen. Thank you, Lord. First Corinthians chapter six. Hallelujah. So my my, my works of righteousness are fruits to God. And they are living sacrifices to God. Hallelujah. Is it your Bible? Is it your Bible? Huh? Did I say it? Am I the one that said it? Did I write it? Praise God. Check your Bible so I don't think 
something here. Praise God. Hallelujah. First Corinthians chapter 6. From verse 12. Hallelujah. Amen. It's important you understand the gospel. Amen. Understand it. Understand it. And your life will be upward and forward on it. Hallelujah. There will be no occasion for death to enter your life. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Are you there? It says all things are what? But all things are not expedient. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. Praise God. You ready for it? Let's go. It says meat for the belly. And the belly and the belly for meat. Praise God. Amen. This is what God shall destroy both it and them. Hallelujah. Now, the body is not for fornication, but for the Lord. And the Lord for the body. Praise God. Hallelujah. It says the body is not for fornication. Hallelujah. Remember, it says that you should present your bodies. Amen. And this is just the first part. Hallelujah. Amen. What you do in the body. Praise God. So it says the body is not for fornication. Hallelujah. But for the Lord. And the Lord for the body. Hallelujah. Let's continue. And God. Look at it. And God had both raised up the Lord. And we also what? By his own power. You see, it sounds similar to what he said in Romans chapter 10. Romans chapter 8 verse 11. First place, see? When he talks about Christ being raised up from dead, the next thing he's trying to say, God is also, shall give life also, shall quicken your mortal bodies also. Praise God. Amen. He said, know you know that your bodies, hallelujah, he said, know you know that your bodies are members of Christ? You know, when you say, oh, I belong to Jesus, people think it's just the spirit, your spirit belongs to Jesus. No, 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 look at what he's saying. He says, it's not just your spirit. Hallelujah. He said, no, you know that your bodies, your bodies are members of Christ? Praise God. He said, your members are members of Christ. Shall I then take, shall I then take the members of Christ and make them the members of an harlot? God forbid. Hallelujah. God forbid. He is rebuking them that were fornicating. Praise God. He says the body is not for fornication. Hallelujah. The body is not for fornication. It's for the Lord. Hallelujah. This is my body. I can do what I want. No, it's not your body. Praise God. It's not your body. Your body belongs to the Lord. You see, that's why Christians fornicate. Because they think it's their body. Praise God. That's why they fornicate all around town. <laughs> Praise God. I'm just kidding. <laughs> See, that's why they fornicate. Because they think it's their body. The first thing you need to understand is that your body does not belong to you. 
Amen. Your body doesn't belong to you because they go, it's my body, I can do what I want. But no, it's not your body. Hallelujah. The body belongs to Jesus. Amen. Is it in your Bible? Are you seeing it? Amen. He said the body is, verse 13, praise God. He said the body is not for fornication, but for the Lord, and the Lord for the body. The Lord for the body. That's the Spirit of God dwells in you. Don't you understand? Spirit dwells in you, your body. So you can do things you like. When you give your heart to Christ, your body became the property of Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Your body became the property of the Lord. You can do whatever you like. You can only do what Jesus Christ approves. What is acceptable to the Lord. That's the only thing you can do with your body. That's the gospel. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't get many preach that nowadays, praise God. But that's the gospel. Am I still preaching Bible? Is it in your Bible? Praise God. Amen. You see, because Christians don't understand. They, even many years ago, I, I figured out, I thought there was nothing wrong with fornication. Praise God. I thought, oh, adultery is, you know, the Ten Commandments, thou shalt not. I thought, oh, it's adultery that there's something wrong with. And many Christians have that idea. They think, oh, you know, because they are used to the Ten Commandments, you know. They say, oh, there's no fornication there. <laughs> Praise God. But when I studied my Bible, when I started, I didn't hear it in church. When I started studying my Bible, praise God. I said, you are messed up, the churches. Don't teach the right things. Praise God. When I started studying my Bible, I started seeing fornication. Don't fornicate everywhere. Praise God. I said, what is this thing? What is this thing? Praise God. I was just about to start living life. I just finished school. Just about to start living my life. <laughs> praise God. <laughs> praise God. Amen. And I'm hearing all this message. I'm, I'm studying the Bible. When I could not stop studying, I had to keep studying. Praise God. Because there was fire on the inside. I was forced to keep studying. Praise God. And as I saw it, the more I saw it, I was cleansed. Hallelujah. Because there are Christians. If you're here, amen, and you don't see anything wrong in fornication. Praise God. You think it's your body. There's nothing wrong. You can fornicate. You need to renew your mind. Hallelujah. Today. Amen. You need to renew your mind. If you still think there's an allowance in your mind that you can fornicate before you get married. No, you cannot. Praise God. Amen. Hello. Are you enjoying this gospel? It's good gospel, guys. Hallelujah. Amen. So if you still... Listen. You see... Uh, you need to somebody said oh you know i didn't mean to i didn't mean to i didn't mean to you didn't mean to how did you get yourself into a circumstance where you are alone with somebody in this person's house praise god or in a hotel how did you get there how did you get there praise god so if you don't plan not to fornicate you will definitely fornicate Praise God. Are you hearing me? If you don't plan it, if you don't make up your mind, hello, not to sin, you will definitely sin. Hallelujah. Some of you just think, oh, you know, the boy loves me. I love him. We love each other. 
we plan to get married, you know, what's there? Just a matter of, you know, let's just, you know. No, praise God. Thou shalt not fornicate, praise God. Hello? Two seconds before you say I do is fornication. Praise God. The morning, the, the day before you get married, is fornication. If you have sex the day before, it's fornication, it's sin. Hallelujah. Amen. Tell somebody fornication is sin. Fornication is carnal. Don't fornicate. Your body belongs to the Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, think about it. If you don't hear this kind of message, nobody else will tell you. Praise God. Nobody else will tell you. And you have this free, in your mind, there will be this free option that you can't shock. You, you know, you can't, you know, it doesn't matter. You can just, God will forgive you. <laughs> God will forgive you. The flesh will tell you that. Just, you know, you know, the person loves me and I love the person. No, praise God. He said the body is not for what? Fornication, but for the Lord. Hallelujah. But for the Lord. Amen. Hey, come on, think about it. Um, there are people that tell us, don't preach all this kind of message because uh, they say, you know, when, when they grow up, they would, when they, when they grow, just preach grace. When they grow up, you don't need to tell them anything else. Praise God. That's a lie. Because you see, the more I studied my Bible, I saw Paul preach it. Praise God. And that corrected my thinking. That renewed my mind. Hallelujah. Amen. So people that say, oh, you don't need to preach against sin or preach righteousness. When they say that, I'm like, okay, don't preach the gospel at all. God will make them believe in Jesus by themselves. There's no need to preach. Because Paul says, how will they believe on whom they've not heard? How will they hear if there's no preacher in that Romans in chapter 10? Praise God. So if you don't preach something, how will they hear it? How will they become benefit of it? Praise God. People don't preach this kind of message because they lack boldness. That's just simple. They lack boldness. Hallelujah. Let's continue. We're enjoying this thing, right? Let's continue this thing. This is good food. Hallelujah. Good food for your spirit. Your flesh may not like it, but your spirit likes it. Hallelujah. Alright. Where are we? Verse 15. He says, No, you know that your body, your body is a member of Christ. Hallelujah. That means your body is holy. Hallelujah. Your body is holy. Amen. Say, My body is holy. My body is a part of Christ. Hallelujah. He says, Shall I then take, shall I then take the members of Christ and make them the members of an harlot? God forbid. What? He says, Know ye not that he which is joined to an harlot is one body. You know, it's harlot. Harlot is the female, right? So there's male harlot. So if you're a male, female, think about male harlot. Or prostitutes in general is both male and female. Praise God. Hallelujah. He says, shall I then take the members of Christ and make them the member of an hallowed? He says, what's know you know that he that is joined to an hallowed is one body. He says, I like what he says. I, I want to show you something. He says, it's one body. Praise God. Remember? I told you he uses body and flesh together, right? He says, for two sake he shall be what? So one flesh, one body. So you see that he uses this interchangeably. Alright, so it's not, praise God. 
Hallelujah. So he's quoting God in Revelation in Genesis. For he that is joined unto the Lord is what? One spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. What's the next one? What's the next one? Flee fornication. Tell somebody, flee fornication. Hallelujah. You see a brother doing something that leads to fornication? Tell him, flee fornication. Quit you like men. Flee fornication. Hallelujah. See, brother, brother, flee fornication. See a sister doing something close to that? Tell the sister, sister, flee fornication. Praise God. Amen. Flee the senior brother of wrong. Praise God. Hallelujah. Joseph flee, he fled when Potiphar's wife tried to get him. That's the only way out. You got to flee. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Somebody comes around you and you get weak when they're around. Flee. Run away from them. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Run away from them. Don't, don't stay in a quiet place with such persons. Hallelujah. Flee. Hallelujah. Flee, right? Flee. That's the word of God. That's a thou shalt not, right? Yeah. So, if you had any plan to fornicate, the plan is gone from your mind, right? Hallelujah. Flee fornication. Amen. Not just this week. All through your life. No more fornication. Praise God. Every, look at this. Everything that a man doeth is outside his body. Praise God. It's without the body. But he that committed fornication, look at what he says, sins against his own body. He sins against his own body. He's using his body wrongly. Praise God. So fornication is not right. Hallelujah. It's not right. That's not working in righteousness. Praise God. Righteousness of God is you get married, then you can have sex. Praise God. You can have sex 24-7 all days of your life. That's your business. <laughs> Praise God. But don't do it before marriage. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't say it's my body. It's my body. Don't judge me. <laughs> Praise God. You are judged already. Look at that. He says you have become members of the other person. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. That's next verse, right? He says, what? And we saying, what? Are you, you can imagine the guy's anger. <laughs> what? No, you're not. That's why my voice is loud. <laughs> I'm passing the emotions of Paul. <laughs> he said, no, you know that your body 
is the temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you, which you have of God, and what? Oh, I love this gospel. You are not your own. Your body, your body, not just your spirit. Your body. It's a temple. Hallelujah. What was the what was the agreement between the temple of God and the temple of an idol? What's the agreement of righteousness and unrighteousness? It says don't be unequally yoked together. Some believers. It says for your what? Verse 20. Your what? Bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit which are which belongs to god hallelujah so if you were fornicating before no more hallelujah amen no more fornication in your body hallelujah is that agreed no more adultery no more fornication in your body praise god for men's faults no more hallelujah your body belongs to the lord amen hallelujah so you see, look at what he says. He says, every sin, verse 6, 18. He says, every sin a man commits, as 18, yeah. He says, every sin that a man doeth is without the body. But he that committed, what, fornication, sinned against his own body. See that? That's serious. Sinned against his body. But you see, not just fornication, first God masturbation also amen masturbation also yeah masturbation masturbation is sin against your body somebody said somebody said first masturbation it's a sin first god it is you're, you're touching your body that's not excellence praise god can't be touching your body it shows you lack what? Self-control. Hallelujah. The fruit of the Spirit is self-control. Hallelujah. So opposite of that is what will make you start touching your body. Hallelujah. Can be touching your body. Praise God. Put on self-control. Hallelujah. Put on self-control. Amen. When you touch your body, then in the night you not dream. Something that comes to <laughs> somebody that comes to your dream. You say, I don't know how this thing came. You invited the thing. <laughs> you invited the spirit. How can you be masturbating? The spirit will hear it. <laughs> you don't know how this thing comes to do you in the night. You, you called it. You're the one that called it. By what? Masturbated. That's why the spirit, the demon came. That's how did the demon hear it? Hey, the realms of the, the, the spiritual realm, there are things that demons sense. They hear it. There are things you do that are very loud. There may be something very quiet, but in the realms of the spirit, they are very loud. So a demon in South Africa, praise <laughs> God, not say South Africa, a demon in Tokyo, <laughs> a demon in Tokyo, you are in Nigeria, masturbating. Demon in Tokyo, in America, will hear and come. <laughs> yeah. They will hear the noise. 
Have you ever wondered why ants, where there's a sugar, a drop, they will just show up? How did they, how did they smell it? How did they smell it? They will just show. How much more in the spirit? Praise God. So don't do things that attract the spirit. You masturbate or you watch pornography. That's something else. You watch porn. Pornography. When you watch that, you are you are inviting a spirit. They will hear. They will hear. Whether they are in Russia, they will hear. Because it will make a sound. There's an alarm it will make in the spirit. And you wonder nights you are somebody is coming to make love to you you don't know that's that's you are invited there praise god you have to stop that praise god hallelujah you got to stop it those are unclean you're inviting unclean spirits they are unclean so when you do unclean things you are attracting unclean spirits hallelujah amen Grace to you and peace from God. I am Waleo Kiaya Ine, pastor of Center of Truth Church. I would love to specially invite you to Center of Truth. You see, when you come to Center of Truth, you see it's not just another church service. It's a spiritual training institution. The Lord Jesus said that we should make disciples of all nations. That means to raise a people of truth. Many people go to church, but they are not experiencing spiritual growth in their lives. Listen. I tell you the truth, it doesn't matter how old you are, or how young you are, it doesn't matter how rich you are, or how poor you may be, God wants to make you what he talks about, like Jesus. And as you fellowship with us, the spirit of truth will build you up, day by day, service by service, such that as the weeks and months go by, you will easily see the changes and progress that you're making in your spiritual life and in every other area of your life. So, make it a date this Sunday. I would love to receive grace to you. If you believe in Jesus Christ and want to make Him Lord of your life, please say this prayer from your heart. Oh Lord God, I come to you in the name of Jesus Christ. I sincerely believe He died for my sins and was raised from the dead. I accept him as Savior and Lord of my life to live according to the truth of the kingdom of God. I am now saved and have eternal life in me. I am now born again and a child of God. Amen.